0: This is so stupid. <laughs> Good way to preface it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really excited. About uh, this, it. this is this is one of the things that I, I was like, oh shit, I need a fucking intro and an outro. Oh wait, I got this. Hi, mystery. Welcome to High Mystery, where we have, live in the studio, Ice Cube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you can see me, I'm rolling my eyes right now. <laughs> Yo, Dre, I got something to say. So, All right. Uh, well, I'm my name's me. not Dre. I'll ask you to stop calling me that. You know what? Your microphone <laughs> privileges have been revoked. So disrespectful. You sit there and think about what you've done, Ice Cube. That's right. Sorry, Ice Cube. You chill out, Ice Cube. I really wanted you to be able to talk
1: on this episode, Ice Cube, but you messed up, man.
0: Yeah, that's on you.
1: Yeah. Well, you just sit there quietly like you are right now. It's daddy daycare
2: for you. Oh. (laughs) Uh, I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. And? This. We're giving Ice Cube another hello. No, No, he doesn't say, "I'm Ice Cube." He's done. (laughs) Oh,
0: (laughs) forget my name. My God. Sorry,
2: Ice Cube. (laughs) I was here,
0: (laughs) and we all wanted to know what he had to say. We'll (laughs) never know. We'll never never know. know. I guess not. Left to the mysteries. So. Uh this is High Mystery Patreon edition. Yes. Um We love and, you, Patreon. And uh we are still in coronavirus. <laughs> Lockdown <so>. 2020. <laughs> 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 the whole studio
1: smells like hand sanitizer.
0: Hand yeah. sanitizer and freshly smoked blunts, because yeah. we have all packed and have smoked personal blunts, and we are following suit today uh on our on our Patreon episode. I packed a high hemp wrap playing, uh, high hemp wrap with blues Zittles. gittles from High Garden. Zittles.
1: I've got my bong here today. Yeah, not to make you out to be a liar,
2: we didn't pack bongs. <laughs> yeah,
1: sorry, Rob. just seemed like a lot. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah,
1: I've got my bong smog. It's a really nice water pipe. It's got some light up features in the bottom that might still work. It's been a long time since I tried them. And uh, inside of it, I've got that orange sativa and uh, rosé. The desolation
2: of schmo. Yes, indeed. Um, I have this really dope piece that I always bring whenever I'm smoking on the go. It's made out of silicone, so like I could basically drive over it if I wanted to, and it would be chill. It does have a glass bowl, uh, which is nice, because like, even though it's silicone, like I guess... It's nicer not to have to like put flame onto it and maybe get chemical. Silicone. Yeah, I don't know. Silicone one. I like the glass bowl. It's <laughs> it's durable. And then it also comes with like little secret hidden things, like uh, a pick thing to help you like ash it when you're done and like a secret compartment. It's pretty dope,
0: I'm just saying. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, so today I brought in the mystery. Uh <laughs> I'd say lighter your blunts, but. Uh, uh, just smoke that <laughs> weed. Yeah. Smoke that weed. Please join in. <laughs> uh, shout out to Brian who gave me that. Yeah, I love weed. I love weed lighter. Um, so today the mystery is uh, what happened to US Navy Blimp L8? I don't even know it happened.
2: What?
0: It's obviously a mystery
2: what happened. Yeah. I didn't even know it happened to be going missing (laughs) in the first place. Yeah, Yeah. these guys
0: ain't never heard of US Navy Blimp L8.
2: No, the only blimp I know is Goodyear. Uh, Oh, you don't know the Hindenburg? Oh. Gotcha. I don't like to think about that. I'd like to put the Hindenburg out of.
0: You know that was a terrible bird. <laughs> well, Hindenburg's relevant. It's it's beautiful because I will be talking about the Hindenburg and the Goodyear blimp. Oh Dang. snap! Damn. What yes. about the Conan blimp? No. no. Oh, no
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: Just the but t- the other two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Say the name again. Blimp L. U.S. Navy Blimp L, Tag Eight. Is this L- like a 8?
2: L eight? Is
0: this like a weather blimp or is it like a surveillance blimp? Yeah, does it have or people on board? A transportation blimp? It is a surveillance blimp. It does have people on board. <gasps> I will get to it. Okay, all right, For here sure. we go. So early in the morning on Sunday, August 16th, 1942. It was a little dewy out. It was a little dewy. <laughs>
2: were chirping now. Yeah,
0: way. it was it was a balmy day actually. There was a little overcast, but it was uh, pretty gray on
1: the horizon. Gray, yeah.
0: but you know, still good visibility, just a yeah. light wind. Okay. Just a light wind. <coughs> Put on your jacket, you
1: know. For yeah, sure. Strawberries were probably not in season. You know, I
0: don't know. <laughs> Should I get a scarf? <laughs> I get a scarf? <laughs> it's pumpkin weather for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> a U- U.S. Navy blimp L-8 was sent out from Treasure Island off the coast of San Francisco to search for Japanese submarines off the California coast. One year? 1942.
1: Okay, so when they were still using blimps for shit.
0: Yeah, and this was, you know, World War II is in effect in America, so. even.
1: this? Sorry, I was just going to say, even then it
2: seems kind of impractical to use a blimp for surveillance, no? Well, Um, it's supposed to be, like, less noisy and, like, you can kind of, like, go at an altitude that's, like, harder to detect or whatever.
0: Yeah, you Uh, can just cruise overhead, you know, stay... Uh, yeah, is set. that a flock of birds coming up on that radar? It, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just chilling. Yeah. Like planes have along. to fly by. You know, you can't really hover over something for an extended period of time. I <laughs>
2: wanted to know, was this pre them having like built, because I'm from the Bay Area, like don't they have like a base on uh, Treasure Island? Was this pre that? Or? No, no.
0: This They were taken off from the base on Treasure Island. I see. Yeah.
2: And they're surveilling... The same area? Just, just the May. coast, yeah. The
0: okay. coast of San Francisco in general area. Uh, the blimp carried two 325-pound Mark 17 depth bombs. and Surveillance with bombs? <laughs> and one <laughs> 30 caliber machine gun with 300 rounds of ammunition. This yeah. seems so bizarre. That seemed
2: very surveillance-y to me. The blimp
1: <laughs> has like a tactical fighting force. Just seems like you could never take anybody out with your blimp. You know, like <laughs> you're, you're never gonna get in position fast enough to drop one of those. Right,
2: it's like
0: the Austin Powers thing where he's like <laughs> driving the steamroller out, and he's like, "Yeah!" So the L eight blimp had a crew of two men, Lieutenant Ernest Dewitt Cody and Ensign Charles Ellis Adams. And this is the story of that. Balmy love affair. Nice. <laughs> Riding in the sky of the chariot, their chariot. I feel so free up here. <laughs> Hold what? me. <laughs> what are their names? Uh, Dwight? Dwight? L- Lieutenant Ernest DeWitt, DeWitt, Cody, and Ensign Charles Ellis Adams. So Cody Charles and Adams. Cody? Well, Charles and Ernest. Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> or Cody and Adams, as I will be referring to him. Oh, Cody
1: and Adams. Adams. Yeah.
0: I feel so safe with you, Cody. I feel I
1: could take on all the Japanese and German forces by myself.
0: (laughs) Be my (laughs) own. The L-8 blimp... um, Oh yeah, the the Navy veteran... They were both Navy veterans uh, with exemplary service records, and both were married.
2: Oh. Beards, I tell you! (laughs) (laughs) I can't quit you. They don't protest too much.
0: Why is it necessary to know <laughs> uh, Cody was Senior Aviator of Airship Patrol Squadron 32. He was known for not losing his head under pressure. His commanding officer considered him one of the most capable pilots and one of the most able officers. Nice. High,
2: high remarks. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, though he was only 27 years old and officially had only been flying <coughs> glimpse for nine months.
2: Dang, so he must have been in the shit to be able to prove that he could, like, had a, a level head under pressure and stuff mm-hmm. in such a short time to get a bunch of high high remarks. Right? Well, this is also,
1: we're talking about Navy positions and, like, the entire fleet was just wiped
2: out last year.
0: True.
1: This is a post Pearl Harbor world. This is just oh, you know, yeah,
2: so is, it's like so. Maybe, we got one guy. We should probably promote him. Yeah, I'm not. I don't mean to take <laughs> yeah. anything you away survived. from you. Survived. You did great. You kept a level head. <laughs> Everyone else didn't. They died. They lost their heads. Oh
0: no. <laughs> Cody was eleven years younger than his subordinate Adams, and considerably less experienced than Adams. Oh yeah, I'll take you under my wing. <laughs> oh. Show you how to fly. <laughs> <laughs> Cody had seven hundred and fifty-six hours of LTA, which stands for lighter-than-air flight, while Adams had two thousand two hundred and eighty-one hours. The reason why Cody was senior to Adams was because Cody had successfully piloted the L-8 delivering precious cargo to the USS Hornet before the Hornet departed for Doolittle's raid over Tokyo. So the less experienced guy is the captain, basically. Yes.
2: And it's because he has experience with blimps.
0: (laughs) Essentially, but it's because... Not as much experience as the other guy, but because he did this mission, he held the blimp steady, hovering over the carrier's bobbing flight deck while three hundred pounds of parts were lowered to the B twenty five bombers that would be used in the attack. So he was kind of integral in that successful attack. But wasn't this
2: other guy like a boss?
0: He had a lot of hours, but he didn't, you know. He didn't do that. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: so there's only one hero aboard. Right. The guy who has less hours is the guy who that everyone was like,
0: dude, he's the top shit. Because like, he did. You have a level that. head.
2: Okay. That was
0: it. <clears throat> I mean, the maneuver took a fair degree of piloting and skill, and it led to his promotion, is what they say. Uh, Adams, on the other hand, was no slouch. He had 20 years experience in LTA flight. He had been decorated by the German government for rescuing Hindenburg passengers after it had caught fire. Uh, though Adams was more experienced than Cody, Adams had just received his commission the day before their flight, making this his first and last flight as a commissioned officer. I also wonder
2: if like, yeah, he saved people during Hindenburg, but I wonder as a blimp person, if you have anything to do with Hindenburg, if that's kind of like a stain on your resume, like, yeah, you helped people, but you were still involved. I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't even know people survived
1: the Hindenburg, so Mm -hmm. like, it would make sense that you would just be like, no, 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 I didn't have anything to do with that. Right. I don't know anything about the Hindenburg. It wasn't me. I was on a blimp that landed safely. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Of course, it wasn't really anybody piloting. It wasn't anybody's fault. It was the type of fuel that they were filling the blimp with. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, pilots probably still did a great job on the Hindenburg, mm-hmm. all things considered. It was just a mistake in design.
2: They shouldn't have had that uh, celebratory cigar. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> of course, you know, this is the kind of time where they're probably like just drinking and smoking up front right. anyway. Like. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The L-8 airship had a reputation as an excellent flyer. It had 1,092 flights and had required no more than uh, usual maintenance and repair.
2: Required or they just didn't do it? No, they did did it.
0: Routine maintenance and repair. That's all it needed. Uh, It had last been inspected four days prior to the flight. The flight was scheduled to fly to the Farallon Islands, 30 miles west of San Francisco, then head north to Point Reyes and south to Montara Beach before returning to Treasure Island.
1: Well, you're going to go. You might as well stop at Montara Beach. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful scene, especially <laughs> that time of year. Yeah, yeah. 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 You yeah. might see a humpback whale. Yeah. Try the fish. <laughs> <laughs> Try the fish. Eat <laughs> Drop it, it Arnie's. you know.
0: Tell him you know Colin. <laughs> 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 the patrol was expected to last four hours. The flight started routine. Winds were light. The day was slightly overcast, but visible enough to see three to five miles. Cody could even see the towers of the Golden Great Bridge in the distance. Oh, uh,
1: Okay.
0: and i'm still smoking the this one <laughs> <laughs> so 90 minutes into the patrol cody radioed his position as 4 miles east of the Farallons. 4 minutes later he radioed again saying am investigating suspicious oil slick stand by it was the last message sent by either of the men mm, mm. The blimp dropped two Mark IV float lights at uh, 7.42 a.m. and began investigating the area.
2: Is this through, like, black box?
0: No, this is just... just
2: communicated over the radio that they're doing it? Or? Well,
0: there were people on uh, on the water that could see what was going on with I this see. blimp. Uh, ship, ships nearby uh, expected a Japanese sub to rise from the water. The Daisy Gray, a fishing ship nearby, pulled in their nets. The Liberty ship, the Albert <coughs> Gap uh, Gallatin's crew, sounded their general alarm and manned their guns.
2: Oh, snap. Man your guns. Because that's usually what that would entail if they're dropping those beacons or whatever. Like, watch
0: out, here comes the fucker. They see an oil slick down there, they're thinking this is a leaky sub. Oh. Yeah. But Mm. was it an oil slick? (coughs) Well, that's what they said they were investigating. Was Was it it the Kraken?
2: Right? Like, they just see a dark shadow and they think it's an oil slick, but really Mm. it's...
1: Or was it uh, that big thing in the new Jurassic Park movies? Dun-dun!
0: Dun-dun!
1: Dun-dun-dun! I'm talking about the giant thing that ate the T-Rex? Um. No. Oh,
0: the megalodon or whatever it Whatever was. it is, the
1: swimming one that they were like feeding to yeah. use guests. That one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so the blimp hovered over the area for more than an hour. So close to the ships on the water that one of the crewmen could clearly see both men in the blimp's gondola. Okay. Shortly after 9 a.m., the blimp dropped ballast, rose, and headed back to San Francisco. It was the last time either Cody or Adams were ever seen again. Oh, snap. Supposedly. 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 So, wing control had attempted to re-establish radio contact with the blimp, but were unable. Squadron headquarters was notified about the radio silence at 8.20, and at 8.50, they had sent two Vought OS2U Kingfisher float planes to investigate. At 10.49, a Pan Am pilot reported seeing the blimp floating over the Golden Gate Bridge but reported nothing unusual that it appeared to be flying back to the base. That's the other thing about a blimp is like there isn't going to
2: be really much like erratic behavior I feel yeah. like. Even if like someone wasn't manning it it was just floating along.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be like flailing unusually or like they're not going <laughs> to be doing, well that blimp is doing barrel rolls. Right, right, just right. like, Do right. a barrel roll, watch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: At 11, (coughs) one of the kingfishers reported seeing the blimp three miles west of Salada Beach. It's a lot of beach. It's a lot of you you it. it's so <laughs> beach. It's a lot of beach.
1: You're going to see it. You're going to get there. it's a lot of beach. You can't miss it. It's so much beach. It's a lot of beach. You're going to see it. Don't worry. Trust me.
0: If you're, you're in the water, it. you're too far. <laughs> it's a lot of beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what they say when they come to Santa Monica
0: for the first time. <laughs> wow, where am I walking here? It's a lot of
1: beach
2: here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Kingfisher reported that nothing seemed out of the ordinary, uh, that it looked as though it was being piloted appropriately. An Army P-38 pilot spotted the blimp near Mile Rock and saw nothing amiss, assuming it was headed back to Treasure Island. A few minutes later, Richard Kwong, an off-duty seaman traveling down the coast highway noticed the blimp had a bend in its middle. Oh.
2: Whoa. That was, like, sagging.
0: Oh, that would yeah. be weird. He stopped and took a picture of the blimp. His film would soon be confiscated by authorities. Whoa. Man in black. All right? <laughs> Man in black. Gonna take your
2: photo from you. The menu.
0: It just bounced with it just
1: I don't know how that rhyme goes, but I have a feeling it's like guess who's back? It's the men in black. <laughs> you know that's in there. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere.
0: Yeah. Will Smith has some weird uh, just terrible rhymes. Like hey, him, don't knock don't sure. Don't you knock First, first, first <laughs> Grammy winner uh, rap artist, you know. So nothing to snort at. But uh, when he was like, uh, there was a mad mind in the West, Love Love, lost his damn mind in the West <laughs> for
2: Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. I mean... When you're given the task of writing a job, I'll already just do I the best just, you can. Yeah, you know, you just knock up job.
0: <laughs> Sure, sure out. he's God's gift like, I music. Mean, what are you trying 15? to do? Like you know he's already <laughs> self conscious
2: about like the whole Tupac situation. You don't need to make him more self conscious about that. Why would he be self conscious about the Tupac situation? You don't know, like Will Tupac Smith and is... Jada had like a thing and so oh. Will Smith was very like um intimidated by Tupac and felt like, you know, Tupac was the real rapper and people looked at him as like the what? PG whatever rapper and Whoa. so he was always trying to like
0: Where was this on your hole? (laughs) Yeah, why isn't this up in your hole, Tristan? We talked about Tupac, never mentioned Will Smith. Never
2: once mentioned him.
0: In in the next hole. (laughs) In in the the next hole. hole. You forget everything I've just said. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at 11.15, the blimp approached the shore, hovering just 50 feet above the water. 50 feet above the water. Its motors were silent. The gondola touched down briefly on the beach and moved along the sand before hitting the side of a hill, packing the starboard engine with dirt and leaves and bending the propellers. At least the crash seems pretty, like, you know, like, if you crash in a
2: plane, it's like... Yeah, 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 for sure. This was like... If you got to crash
1: in a vehicle, crash a blimp.
2: (laughs) Well, if it's sagging like this, like, if all of a
1: sudden all there...
2: Well, don't
1: wreck a plane or Don't anything. crash a blimp. <laughs> Just in general. If I had to be in a crash, I'd pick a blimp
0: crash. That's right. all I'm saying. If
2: you had to put an air vehicle down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hit
0: knocked one of the depth charges loose, which rolled down the hill before coming to a stop. Again, why, why have the bombs. It yeah. makes no
2: sense. Like, you're patrolling your own... I mean, I guess if they do see a sub, they want to, like, act, a, act on yeah. it. But mm-hmm. still...
0: Well, suddenly, free <coughs> of the 25 pound depth charge... Oh, it starts rising again? <laughs> it's yeah. like the, off again? The blimp <laughs> rose and cleared the embankment and disappeared from
2: sight. I love it. It's just, like, at this point, it's like uh, that Katy Perry song. You know, just a bag floating in the air. <laughs> what? I don't know that one. You're talking about from, from American, American Beauty? Yeah. No, from, well, that too, the guy yeah. with the video camera. Or whatever. Yeah, he's but so no, beautiful. does Katy Perry have a song about feeling like a bag floating aimlessly or whatever? They, they reference it in the interview. Kim Jong-un sings it. <laughs> It's know. maybe
0: you're a firework, I guess. Is that what it is? I think that's what they say in there. I don't know.
2: Well, I certainly don't know.
0: And that, that feels like it would be the one that makes sense to have yeah. a bag floating. Yeah, I think that was that one. The firework
1: <laughs> 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 Who knows? We'll never know. Oh, man. You watch the interview. <laughs> you get
0: back. Yeah. yeah, it's on Netflix or something. So the blimp was spotted over San Francisco's exclusive Olympic club. Ooh, right. toity 17 Seventeen-year-old C.E. Taylor told San Francisco Call Bulletin that he could see figures inside the cabin the, uh, through his binoculars. A club member reported noticing a parachute descend from the blimp. Oh! Thousands of looky loos watched the blimp slow descent.
2: Create <laughs> <laughs> <of> traffic!
0: <laughs> Those rubberneckers! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, watch the blimps slow descent as military and state and local police followed the uh, derelict blimp.
2: I also just imagine like the slowest like chase scene imaginable. (laughs) Like it's going along like (laughs) like,
0: 20 cop cars. Just a man on a tractor.
2: (laughs) One on a lawnmower. (laughs) We're in (laughs) hot pursuit.
0: So the blimp finally came to a complete stop atop Richard Johnson's freshly waxed car in Daly City.
2: Freshly waxed, and it's just going to land
0: on it like that? Oh.
1: Bummer, summer. Someone's going to pay for that wax <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh William Morris, volunteer fireman, was a volunteer fireman and was first on the scene. He reported the gondola door was not only open, but latched open and when he peered inside, he was surprised to see nobody was in the cabin. A loudspeaker system which was used to communicate with surface ships was dangling outside the doorway. Also found inside was a hat that belonged to one of the crewmen resting on the flight (coughs) controls. The L-8's radio was in perfect working condition. All three of the L-8's parachutes were still on board, as well as uh, one life raft. A briefcase of classified material was found behind the pilot's chair. The engines were uh, all working perfectly. The ignition switches were on, and all its instruments and flight controls operated normally.
2: I mean, that doesn't mean that there wasn't, like, a leak in the... The balloon part, like, just because the engines are all operating perfectly There had to eventually
1: be some issue with the balloon part because it came down.
2: Right. But... Like, was there a hole or a leak in the system or... It might have just been that once,
1: you know, I assume they have to operate it in such a way that you, like, gain altitude. Mm -hmm. So I assume once you don't have a pilot in there, it just starts dropping altitude. So it probably bumps something put a hole in the side, and then that's why it eventually came down.
0: Well, they did say that at one point it rose to approximately above 2,000 feet, and when it does that, um, that's its max height before it uh, the pressure just bursts something. Mm. Oh, so like see.
1: it burst a valve and then came so, down. <coughs> so it's the opposite of what I'm thinking. It's not that it dropped low, it's that it went up too high. The mm-hmm. pressure change caused it to have a malfunction
2: and then bring it down.
0: Interesting. <coughs> yeah. Interesting.
2: <coughs> so you ah. said that people saw like a parachute type thing jump out, but all the parachutes all were accounted parachutes for? All parachutes were
0: accounted for, yeah. So,
2: so it's almost like they brought an extra one on and like planned <coughs> something.
1: Yeah, that's a, that could definitely be a possibility that <coughs> these two guys just wanted to run away together. Okay, mm-hmm. quit you! Just take <laughs> <our>
0: deaths! <coughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember us. I will say there was nothing wrong with the blimp whatsoever. It's like, man, they really expected that blimp to, like, explode into a fire or anything, and it's just, like, showing there. It's like, oh. Oh. It's gonna blow! They jump off, and then they're like, oh, this is gonna be bad. They want to fake their deaths, too,
2: you know? Like, oh, the blimp will explode, like, Hindenburg. You were there. You saw it. It was crazy, right? Yeah, dude, we could totally fake our deaths. And then it just, nothing,
0: it just, like, flops. Maybe. Maybe. Well, two of the three life jackets were missing, but the crew was required to wear the life jackets while piloting, so it wouldn't be unusual that those two would be missing. Since they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking
1: maybe it's just a case of, like, for some reason he... Maybe it's just an accident, you know, like he trips backward, falls most of the way out of the door... Other guy goes to grab his hand and gets pulled out himself. The two of them are just yanked out, end up in the water over yeah. the ocean somewhere.
2: I mean, best case scenario for them would have it have happened when they were like ten meters off of the water or whatever. Yeah,
0: somewhere close. Yeah. <coughs> the thing is what uh, what that is a theory, but what they're saying is that Um, why wouldn't they use the radio? It was in perfect working condition. So if somebody fell overboard, you would just say like, hey, a person fell overboard, I'm going in lower to, you know, blah, blah, blah. You'd radio that kind of information. Here's the misconception though. Just because
2: you have a working radio doesn't mean that you can send and receive transmissions. Like even though you have a working radio, like if there's something disrupting the transmission, then you're not going to receive it even if you have a working device to receive it if it can't if their device can't receive can't get to the signal for whatever means like if it was i'm gonna throw it out there like aliens Uh or something abducting them and obviously with that comes like technical everyone says like when they see aliens like oh the things were malfunctioning and the radio was cutting out and none of these (laughs) things worked yeah
1: yeah i mean in that scenario i laid out the idea would just be that there was no time to radio anybody Mm -hmm. It was just one guy fell back, and the other guy reached to grab him, and they both went out. You know what I mean? No time to consider anything. Just a bad accident.
0: Yeah. um, I will say (laughs) that the only thing strange was that the blimp's batteries had all been drained, and part of its fuel supply had been dumped. Oh, what if it's blimp pirates? Have we considered blimp pirates? The
2: pirates of the sky! Yarr,
0: we have
1: lines that we shoot up into the bottom of your blimp, and then we come and we take ye. Siphon <laughs> <Surfing laughs> your oil and gas That's thing. right. <laughs> we love blimp gas.
0: It's our favorite. <laughs> Pour me
1: another gas. <laughs> blimp gas. Pour <laughs> me another. <laughs> another. <laughs> Who is he yelling at? <laughs> I
0: wanted to be a pirate, not a slave. <laughs> He's got like a full jug right there. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that's all the information I have on the book. Okay. Uh, well, I um, thought you were gonna mention Goodyear, and you were gonna mention. Well, I mean, I was, I was, I'm going to. say <laughs> like, that's all the information. Unless there's more theories. Oh, I see. I thought you were like wrapping it up. I was like, whoa. Do you have other <laughs> theories or? The... Um, I mean, there's always aliens. Yeah. Could have been plucked right from the blimp. Yeah. And uh, that was, you know, eventually what happened. Maybe they saw an alien. They dumped their fuel to go higher into the air to lose all that weight. Uh Just get a closer look. And then the aliens took them. And they uh, shut off their engines or something like that because they didn't want to run into the UFO or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Shut off their engines, but all their shit was on. They get plucked from the blimp, and it's just floating around with all its shit on, but no engines, and that's how it loses all its battery. Mm -hmm.
1: That just gave me the (coughs) thought of, like, a a cryptid, like, a giant uh, squid, like... Reaching up out of the water and grabbing it, just like cracking it open like a clam or something, and reaching in and pulling both of them out. Mm-hmm. They drained just, a bunch of energy trying to like escape the, the pole or whatever. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just like through that, they jettisoned a bunch of fuel or something to try and get it off the ship. Who knows? Yeah. He tried to burn it, but it got him anyway. <laughs>
2: I like Love that yeah.
1: That's a that's a good movie. That's Dwayne. <laughs> that's Dwayne the Rock Johnson right there.
0: <laughs> Nothing ever came of the beacons they dropped. No, they were just uh, light and smoke beacons. They were just there to sh- alert. Yeah, to show people, hey, this is where the oil slick is, and the light and the smoke smoke sh- shows people far away where to go to get to this spot. So people
2: did and get there. There was an oil slick. They did was- clean it
0: up. I mean, I, yeah, there was oil. Uh, they did clean it up. What the cause of the oil was, or even mm-hmm. if it was an inordinate amount of oil, it's uncertain.
1: You guys with your 2020 cleaning up oil sensibilities. Uh, 1942, they were probably like, eh, throw a sea turtle in there. <laughs> well, you know what, let's burn this oil and light the ocean on fire while we're at it. I was 100% their go-to. Yeah, it's yeah, 1942. Yeah. They don't give up. Look. There's a war on. Yeah. <right>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they got three more years of fighting Hitler. They're right. cleaning up oil spills. It's like look, we problems. got a wall of fire on the sea now. We <laughs> yes. good to go.
1: <laughs> In a unique battle strategy today. The US lights the ocean on fire. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else it could be. Aliens make sense. Yeah. I like, all, I always saw in there.
0: I feel like if they did fall off of the blimp, they have life jackets on. I feel like they would have been spotted somewhere on the ocean. That's um, why I'm though, leaning
2: away from accidental. Like if they are alive, it was like a way for them, like we were saying, to escape or to get out of
1: mm, intentionally right. disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one, too. They're just in Tuscany now, Mm -hmm. living their best life, drinking wine together and eating cheese.
0: (laughs) Oh, Adam. (laughs) Adams. Oh, Cody. (laughs) Uh, So the L-8 was eventually repaired of its minor damage and resumed its normal function throughout the war. Uh, After the war, the Navy returned the blimp to Goodyear. Mm. which uh, flew as a Goodyear blimp from 1969 to 1982. How about that? Goodyear
2: was like, you still got a good blimp there. Yeah. <laughs> Patch it up, throw a sticker on it. Yeah, I'll give you 20 bucks for that blimp.
1: <laughs> I want to put it over stadium.
0: <laughs> so the its final message was actually witnessed by our guest here in the studio, who we no longer allow on the microphone. <laughs> ice Cube, ice <laughs> cube. Yeah, apparently <laughs> that Goodyear blimp read, Ice Cube's a pimp.
1: And, oh, uh, Speaking nice. truth. Yeah, yeah. Nice, he smiled, guys. Yeah. 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 He liked yeah. it, he liked it. Smiled, he said, yeah, that's what's up. Uh,
0: according to sources here in the room, the day the message was broadcast, it was reportedly a good day.